3: All right, we are back at the Doctor Dolly Show. Thank you all for tuning in. One eight seven seven Doctor Dolly. One eight seven seven D O C D A L I. So I don't want to start anything up here, okay? But I'm getting a little suspicious. I'm getting suspicious of Canada. I think Canada is up to something. Now, I love Canadians, love the country, but let me tell you what happened. So I was at the Nevada Academy of Family Physicians conference, right? Family medicine, docs hanging out. There was a silent auction, wine tasting event. And I'm emceeing part of the event. And there was a product or an auction item that was Canadian. Now, I that was odd. okay? I mean, Canada and U.S. tensions have been rising, right? especially since America, we... Especially Nevada won the Golden Knights Stanley Cup. Are we're, we're not Canadians? Don't like us too much. You saw what happened during COVID. In fact, we almost went to war with Canada over a pig. I think they got mad at us because we shot a pig years ago in 1856. We almost invaded them. I, I don't know. So Canada and America tensions have been very, very iffy. But I'm here looking at these silent auction items and trying to tell people that we have these items. And I noticed something that just said Canadian. Now, somebody at the event came up to me going, Am I going to stand for this? I mean, am I going to let a country infiltrate us? True, it's only a silent auction item, but infiltration nonetheless. So, very nicely, you know, on the microphone, I asked that the Niagara Falls-stealing (laughs) maple-soaked country take back their silent auction item. I was very nice about it, okay, because, yeah, no, no, there is a lot of maple syrup. It was, honestly, have you ever been to Canada? Maple syrup everywhere. Even on the toilet seat, maple syrup is everywhere. And by the way, you know, some people are like, "Okay, wait a second. If Canada is really going to attack us, how are they going to do it?" Well, get this statistic, guys. Canada has been like increasing their maple syrup production exponentially. Last year alone, they made fourteen point nine million gallons of maple syrup. Now, I get a dab, you know, a little little teaspoon of it. It wrecks the dishes. It wrecks my laptop, my hair. I can't function with just a little bit of maple syrup. Has anybody asked why? 14.9 million gallons. We don't eat that much. There's something up, people. I'm telling you, there's something up. You know, uh, last year I was singing the old Canada song. Oh, Canada. Somebody told me to shut the hell up. And it was a Canadian. Now you could be like Dr. Dahlia, everybody tells you to shut the hell up. And not no, no, Canadians. Canadians are nice. They are infamously nice. For a Canadian to tell an American to shut the hell up. That's an act of war. listen, I, I don't I don't want us to go to war with Canada. I just I know everything's all about now, Putin and China and the Middle East and Iran, and we, we we got a lot on our plates. but isn't anybody looking over their shoulder? I mean, literally, Canada, we act like Niagara Falls is ours. Canada owns most of the falls. I, welcome to our country, New York. Would love for you to come to our country. You fall into the Niagara Falls. What kind of a country puts a deep crevice of, I don't know, 200 mile per hour rapids as their but They don't want America there. So we have a country that dislikes our hockey talent. They don't like it when America tries to sing their song. 'Cause it's really hard to sing the Star spangled Banner. So the oh Canada, it's it's an it's an easier song to sing. They they don't like that. And now I have found evidence. I, I am gonna I am gonna notify the Department of Homeland Security right? <laughs> <laughs> evidence that they are trying to infiltrate America by putting a silent auction item. Now some of you could say, Dr. Dahlia, that's an olive branch. Them donating a silent auction item. I'm serious. To the Man Academy of Family Physicians, is probably an olive branch. They probably know that I am suspicious that Canada is gonna do something to us, maple syrup related. And they're like, look, let's calm Dr. Dahlia down, let's throw her but but you didn't give me the the item. You snuck it in to a family medicine conference. Something's up with that. I don't know, I'm just saying I'm just saying we've got a lot of tensions right right now going on, maybe um, nine in fact, I found an article actually this is this is I, I do not go to war with Canada, but I saw an article here that they said Canada should rethink relationship with the u s as democratic backsliding. Worsened. security experts are telling Canadian intelligence that even though the U.S. is our closest ally, it could also become a source of a threat and instability. This is from former Canadian Security Intelligence Service director, ex-deputy ministers, former ambassadors. Uh, This is um, reported by CBC, which is Canadian. So saying that the CSIS directors and national security advisors think that U.S. could become a source of a threat and instability. I'm telling you guys right now, okay, just for poops and giggles, just sing the old Canada song. Just go outside, sing the old Canada song, and see what happens. And if you are told to shut the hell up, I'm telling you right now, we're, we're, we're about to go to war. I, do not boycott maple syrup. I think what you guys should do in order to protect against a maple syrup assault is to maybe have some of your own maple syrup ready. Oh, and I, did you guys, was it the Super Bowl last year? where we had to listen to propaganda of what Canada has brought, like egg cartons, whoopee cushions. Remember that? There was an ad talking about all the great things Canada did. You know, so that just in case they attacked, we're like, oh no, but they made whoopee cushions. Batteries, walkie-talkies, paint rollers, peanut butter, electric wheelchairs. I tell you, I think we're about to get attacked. What? <laughs> <laughs> 1-877-Dr. Dahlia. Dr. Dahlia here. Are you tired, gaining weight, burned out, stressed out? Well, how's your dopamine doing? Not sure? Then check out our book, Deploying Dopamine. How you feel right now, how you will feel an hour from now, how you will feel next week is completely reliant on our dopamine. Christian Kalikas and I created Deploying Dopamine, a book that tells you what dopamine is, when it dysfunctions, and how to successfully deploy dopamine when needed. So find Deploying Dopamine on Amazon or DrDalia.com today. Addictions can sneak up on us and come in many forms. Whether it's drugs, alcohol, sex, video games, porn, or something less obvious such as food, internet, or shopping, addiction can seem innocent at first and then evolve into an insurmountable evil. In our book, Addiction Basics, Caitlin Kalikas and I dive into the common addictions and provide tips for identifying and preventing these before they sneak in and take over our lives. Addiction Basics can be found on Amazon or on my website, DrDalia.com. Check it out.
4: It's obvious. The unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage. And you should, too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, are the ones you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners averaging over 2,000 calories per day.
3: I need to pay my taxes. What are my payment options?
0: The IRS has several options for paying your taxes. You can pay with IRS direct pay, a debit or credit card, or with an electronic funds withdrawal when you e-file your return. If you can't pay the full amount, consider paying over time with an online payment agreement or our offer in compromise program. Both tools are available on irs.gov. Go to irs.gov slash payment to find an option that is best suited for you.
3: All right. We are back on the Dr. Dahlia show. Thank you all for tuning in. 1-877-Dr. Dolly. 1877-D-O-C-D-A-L-I. Big thanks to Genesis Communications Network for making the show happen. Big thanks to Jason, our producer, and big thanks to y'all for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Dr. Dahlia and on Facebook, the Dr. Dahlia Show. So years ago, somebody asked if Alzheimer's could be contagious. I mean, you look at the Biden administration, and you kind of wonder if they all got the same thing. But no, 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 no. Joking aside, Alzheimer's is pretty serious. And if Alzheimer's is becoming more and more prevalent, is there a possibility that there could be something that is getting passed between people? Now, you might have seen this headline, which, again, you got to kind of read uh, to find out exactly what happened. But right now, no. We don't think that there's a virus or something like that that will cause you to spread Alzheimer's from one person to another. Could a virus that you get make you more prone to Alzheimer's, such as COVID? Could be. We're going to have to study that more. I know a lot of us have memory issues. Think uh, Since... Our bouts with COVID. But what the headlines are talking about is where there is some evidence that Alzheimer's passed between two people. But I'll tell you what happened with this. So it is the first known cases of Alzheimer's being passed between people. This is being reported by the Irish Star. And it was after a very rare medical procedure that we don't do anymore. The procedure involved human donors consisting of growth hormone that was given to children in the U.K. Now, this hormone was banned back in the 80s in the U.K. I don't even know if we did it in America past then either. And it was believed to have caused the development of Alzheimer's after passing on the toxic protein from the donor to the person who got the injection. This comes after a study of eight patients who had received CHGH, or cadaver-derived human growth hormone, because they were not growing properly. The study said they saw a trigger Alzheimer's symptoms in patients between the ages of 38 and 55 in at least five of the eight. Now that's pretty statistically significant. According to the Irish Star, scientists are calling for review to determine whether Alzheimer's could be passed on by any other medical or surgical procedures. Study author Professor John Colling of University College London Hospital said there is no suggestion whatsoever that Alzheimer's disease could be transmitted between individuals during activities of daily life or routine medical care. But you take something from a, a donor, a cadaver, and it could induce it? starts to change our thinking about what could be accelerating the Alzheimer's process or the buildup of tau protein in the brain. So this growth-boosting hormone, CHCG, was used to treat at least 1,848 children whose height was significantly shorter than other children their age between 1959 and 1985. So we'll do a bone age on kids that don't seem to be growing. Now, is it that their you know, bone age looks equal to their age, or does it look like their bones are delayed in growth? And so we use growth hormone to help normalize that. It was banned back in 85 after some batches were contaminated with infectious prions that had caused Creutzfeldt jakob disease. Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease can be fatal within a matter of months. It was all, there's like a variant mad cow disease that that where people got after they ate infected beef in the, if you remember 80s and 90s. So they don't use it anymore. But in the study published in Nature Medicine, scientists have shown that the child growth hormone treatment led to deposits of the amyloid beta protein building in participants' brains. We believe the amyloid beta protein or tau proteins Are the cause of Alzheimer's. So we were talking about last week before I went to the conference how posterior cortical atrophy could manifest as eye symptoms in individuals who might have Alzheimer's ten years later, where the average age in this one study was I believe 59. And they found, you know, issues with seeing in the dark. I I know, I panic also. I'm like, okay, I I don't drive as well in the dark as I used to. So what this means, all right, doesn't mean we panic. Doesn't mean if you're married to somebody with Alzheimer's to not kiss them. Okay. We do not believe there is something that you are passing person to person once somebody has Alzheimer's. This study, though, makes us and begs us to look more at what happens if we do have somebody with an illness or issue and we're using hormones from them, an organ from them? Oh, you know, it's we have a lot of organ donors out there that are older that are willing to let people use their corneas or something. Or, you know. What if this is possible? where something could be transmitted from a cadaver to one of us. Where could it be? What could be the, oh, is it all organs? Is it all hormones or derived? It was derived from these donors. And it's a little tricky. And I, I worry. I, I love the fact that we have science that can save people's lives and that we could use things from other humans to help those in need. But you wonder if this is nature's way of biting us in the butt. Every time we try to overcome nature and try to outsmart it, going, well, if this human doesn't have this, we'll just take it from another human. Brilliant idea, but what if nature wants to win? I told you there's an old Yiddish saying, man danks, God links. Man works, God laughs. And I don't know if it origin- originated by through the yiddish culture but maybe just every culture seemed to have that saying but we work and we work and we think we find the cures you know this car t cell therapy remember we talked about how there's a um a way we fight cancer and car t cell therapy has been just a uh, you know huge breakthrough but now there's some concern that it could actually be linked to cancer itself or a different type of cancer. I don't know what the answer is. We have got to progress. We have got to learn. We have to study. Yeah, the FDA has now issued a warning again, you know, saying that the innovative cancer treatment, the CAR-T therapy, can elevate the risk of developing cancer in some patients. CAR T-cell or chimeric antigen receptor T-cell therapy uses our own immune system to fight leukemia, multiple myeloma, lymphoma. Fantastic way to fight cancer. But there have been reports of rare blood cancers observed in patients who had undergone it. FDA has received 25 reports as of last week. So, you know, I'm not saying... any. It doesn't mean all of us would have this side effect, but nothing is perfect. Nothing is 100%. And here we are in 2024 and we still don't understand Alzheimer's to the degree that we need to. Is it initiated by a virus that we get? It is, an, is, is it initiated by our liver being uh, insulted somehow or strained such that it overproduces the amyloid protein, and then it ends up depositing in the brain. There's multiple types of dementia. Vascular dementia, multi-infarct dementia, where you have limited blood flow to the brain, so that part of the brain ends up not having all its, you know, the amount of oxygen that it needs, so it doesn't function as well. Chronic traumatic encephalopathy can cause dementia. Parkinson's. There's a lot of things that can start to cause the brain to not work uh, properly. Now, people are so shocked by that, but as we age, our liver doesn't work like it used to. Our stomach lining doesn't work like it used to. Our kidneys might not work like they used to. But your brain starts to lose any bit of function, it could be really noticeable. Same thing with the heart. Your heart starts to lose function, boom. So we're doing the best we can, but we got a lot more work ahead of us. One eight seven seven Doc Dolly, don't go away.
1: USA News Update. New details released about three U.S. soldiers killed in an enemy drone strike in the Middle East over the weekend indicates they were all part of the same Georgia-based military unit. The U.S. says an Iran-backed militia group launched the attack, injuring several dozen more U.S. service members at a base in Jordan late Saturday night. As many as 40 were hurt. The White House and President Biden promising a U.S. response, but no other details are being released about what that might look like right now. It's that
0: time of year once again. It's tax time. It's income tax season, and you can now start the process of filing your 2023 federal income tax return. Commissioner Danny Werfel of the Internal Revenue Service assures that efforts have been made to ensure a smooth and straightforward tax filing experience. I'm John Schaefer. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News.
3: Right, we are back on the Dr. Dolly Show. Thank you all for tuning in. one 877 Dolly. one docdali So this fall, the FBI had released a report on data as it pertained to crime. And in 2022, violent crime around the U.S., including homicide, rape, robbery, aggravated assault, dropped a little, 1.7%. But violent crime in Nevada actually increased by 5%. They said that Nevada's violent crime rate remained higher than the national average. Now, some of the data I'm getting from Yahoo News said that carjackings increased 8.1% from 2021. Um, There were 11,000 reports of hate crimes. The most common type of hate crime were anti-black hate crimes for race and ethnicity, anti-Jewish crimes for religion, anti-gay male crimes for sexual orientation. Now, more data is going to be coming later this year to look at what happened back in 2023. But vehicle thefts, murders, even though murders dropped, um, some areas of the country, including Nevada, have seen some rises. So joining us next to talk about what, is happening, especially with the U.S. criminal legal system, is Y.T. Bell, Senior Director of And Still I Vote, and Bree Spencer, Senior Program Director of Justice Reform. Y.T. Bree, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Well, we appreciate you. So, yeah, so it's um, you know, a lot of numbers and um, a lot of data. I'm in Nevada. Uh, it's it, obviously it's a it's a big concern, you know. Talk to us about what you both do, and um, you know where this country is going and what we need to do.
6: Sure, I'll I'll start first. Um, just to address your the kind of intro on state of play right now in the United States as it pertains to public safety and our criminal legal system. I think all the stats that you shared are connected to the absolute fact that the status quo in our criminal legal system is not working for us. It's not safe. It's not fair. We know that our criminal legal system, for example, operates on a very pay to play structure. If you're going to make it through the criminal legal system, you need money. And if you don't have money, there are disadvantages that are going to hit you at every point along the way. Um, you know, we that... also that our criminal legal system. Oh, go, oh, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Right, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Well, so when I say status quo, I just want to be really clear on what I'm referring to. Um, and YT will talk about this as well. And Still I Vote was really focusing on voters from 18 to 35. And when we think about people who are 18 to 35 years old, they've never lived in a United States that didn't have a raging war on drugs, which we know directly feeds into mass incarceration in this country. And so I'll tell you one thing we don't invest in meaningfully, and that's root cause prevention of crime. It's getting ahead of the system and ahead of issues that arise for people. And instead, we just kind of do like an after after the fact reactive approach to addressing public safety concerns. And it's not working.
3: That's so true. That's so true. Yeah. Y.T., you know, can you talk to us about how, you know, it's so critical to engage these 18 to 35, you know, the younger voters and and, you know, get them involved at this point?
7: Yeah, for sure. And thanks for having us. Um, so the my objective at the leadership conference is I lead a campaign called and Still I Vote. And just for context, uh And Still I Vote, uh, as my colleague Bree has mentioned, um we're working on um that in that particular group of individuals eighteen to thirty five, recognizing the power that they hold because they're the majority. And what I mean by that is individuals 18 to 35 represent over 50% of the electorate in 2024. Well, that's a lot of power that they hold. So one of the things that we focus on through As Vote is encouraging them to wield that power. And so we do that by educating them, um, persuading them, and urging them to mobilize, and not just themselves, but the individuals in their community that trust them, that are family members, that are friends. Because of so much that you mentioned on the intro, of today's show of what's at stake and how much power that they have to ensure that the representation that they elect prioritize addressing the issues that are plaguing our communities, especially in black and brown communities.
3: And, you know, what's fascinating, so, you know, we're seeing what's happening in Oregon where they decriminalized drugs, but now they're looking at making things a Class C misdemeanor because they've been struggling with, you know, drug use and crime and all that. But a lot of the voting, uh, I don't think a lot of us as voters know that we need to also mobilize and talk to our legislators because there's a lot of laws being passed that we don't get to vote on. And there's open forums, there's open hearings. I like got our state legislator going, guys, we're going to be doing this bill. And then all of a sudden there's a law, like like in Nevada, there's now a law where if you're taking selfies and pictures on a pedestrian bridge, you know that could be a misdemeanor. You could be fined. There could even be jail time. I don't think the average 18 to 30, I don't think the average voter knows that something like that got passed. And so not only do we have to be present at the ballot box, but we also have to be present when the state legislators get together and start making these laws you're absolutely
7: correct um so yes we need to be present at the ballot box and vote down the ballot but one thing we do know is that 18 to 18 to 35 individuals really care about justice reform they really care about reproductive rights uh and health care and they also care about education and so to your point you and you have to meet this moment by being a part of this movement, and so it's not just a one-off situation or a one-off election. There are elections every year that people should be civically engaged with, and so when you elect these individuals that have your progressive ideals and value the same thing that you value, you have to hold them accountable to a certain extent, and that means being present. That means asking the right questions. That means providing them with initiatives and proposals on how they address the issue which is what my colleague Bree does in justice reform uh, with making sure that people have the basic education and the initiatives that they can uh, ensure that are imposed in these communities that are going to have lasting impact on them. So to your point, in order to really address and create change, we have to be the change that um, we seek, and we can't rely on that solely on individuals that we elect, but we have to be a part of the process. And so one of the things that we definitely encourage is not for folks to just um, educate themselves and mobilize themselves to the ballot box, but don't let that be a one-off situation, but show up, apply to be a part of some of these advisory councils and commissions um, throughout your community so you can also play a role and give input to the decisions that are going to be made that are going to impact mm-hmm. your community
3: we're speaking to YT Bell senior director of and still i vote Bree Spencer senior program director of justice reform the 18 to 35 year olds encompass generation Z and millennials and i think society has been looking at generation Z as well you know they're still living at home with their parents they're still kids they're not involved they're actually yeah you know, i have two gen z children that are 23 and 21 they want to be active they you know they they want to be a part of it and and so um, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad that you both are raising awareness of this. In the last minute or so, uh, what else would you like to share with my listeners? Or Bree? Oh, did we lose Oh, yeah, them? well, I would just... Oh, sorry. No, no, we're okay. here.
6: I would just encourage um, folks, if they're specifically, if they're interested in making change in the criminal legal system where they live, right, seeing a positive impact and addressing the issues that they're seeing and are concerned about in their communities uh, to come check out uh, visionforjustice.org it's um, vision v i oh my god my spelling is awful <laughs> no god. worries um, it's v i s i o n for f o r justice j u s t i c e.org Um, That's where we have a policy platform that makes a lot of different recommendations around policy. So if you care about pretrial reform, if you care about policing accountability, if you care about the war on drugs and many other issue areas along the way, Mm -hmm. you can come check it out and maybe pick what you care about and try to use it where you live to
3: make a difference. Absolutely. And still and vote. Or, Great, also. All right. Thank you both. Sorry we ran out of time. So grateful. Visit and stillvote.org and visionforjustice.org. YT Bree, can't wait to have you back. Thanks. All right, guys, don't go away. We'll be right back. 1877 Doc Dolly. Compliment your health
2: with hemp derived cannabinoid oil.
1: Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay.
2: If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why
3: Dr. Dolly, show. Thank you all for tuning in. One eight seven seven Doc Dolly. One eight seven seven D O C D A L I. So I went to uh, Lake Tahoe, and um, in South Lake Tahoe, the resorts are right there on the border of California. So it is a beautiful lake for those of you that have never been. And you get to enjoy beautiful Nevada, while also at the same time enjoying beautiful California, which I think is one of the most beautiful states. Uh, I love most of our states. It's it's amazing the beauty America has. But when I went to grab lunch, uh, I wanted to watch the Ravens-Chiefs game. And um, then there was the Niner-Lions game. And it's a shame, because I think, what, this week we have Pro Bowl. I would have really liked to be able to be home watching the games. But... My friend and I found a pub to go to so we could grab a little bit of the game, grab some lunch. So I bought myself um, I really wasn't that hungry, so I got some ten dollar nachos. Well, my bill when I was done was twenty bucks. Why? Well, the nachos were ten dollars. Somehow the subtotal ended up being fourteen forty-five. There was a buck twenty-six in tax. I tipped about 3 bucks because I wanted to tip about 30%, but it ended up being more 20%. But there was something added on to my bill. It was called employee health and benefits fee. Now, I was charged 4% for their employees' health and benefits. Some people have been charged 5%, and it's been... We've been seeing it in California. I don't know if it's been in other states. But check your receipts, people. I've been saying this since day one, since COVID. There might be a COVID fee, a service fee. I didn't notice it. My friend who I was with was like, did you see this? We're paying this extra fee. Now, I struggle to pay my health insurance. My health insurance is pretty expensive. So I would love for somebody else to pay for it. That's why you work for a company, you have an employer, but these employers aren't stupid. If health insurance is going up because people want their Wagovi, their ZepBound, Ozepic Majora for weight loss, they want their cancer treatment, they want their Viagra, they want, you know, everything under the sun, our insurance prices are going up. People might love that there's these medications out there, but it's costing the consumer. And not only is it costing the consumer of the insurance company, but now these employers are translating this to your bill. Now, I happen to like the, by the way, this was a pub where you went up and ordered from a counter. And then I kind of cleaned up my own table. So I don't really know why I tipped, but I, you know, I understand the cooks and. You know, the office staff or the staff—I don't mind the tip, but do I have to help pay for their health insurance? Now, the in employer's defense, are they wrong? You know, when you go to a restaurant, you get charged a certain amount for the food, and they do that—they pick that price point based on supply, based on delivery, supply shortages, you know, food cost. Advertising, marketing, insurance, safety, cleanliness, all sorts of things. Their labor costs. Is labor costs just limited to the hourly wage? No. Labor costs, as an employer, you had to pay not only their wage, but you had to pay their taxes. You had to put in for their Social Security or Medicare uh, if they had a 401. And their health insurance. So... An employer has then two options. Do they skyrocket the price of the food or the service? Or do they add the extra fees? Now, I could see both sides of this. At least the employer was honest about what they were doing. They weren't just jacking up the nacho price. They were saying, look, we need somebody to help us pay for their health benefits. 4% Four percent. We're charging you. No,
5: oh,
3: you know, I, I, I get that people are struggling, but walking out of there paying twenty dollars for roughly fast food—and no offense—the the TVs were great, and to me, it was worth it because I got to watch part of a game. And I didn't really like the nachos; they were small, they were whatever, so I didn't mind. But honestly, I would have even paid more than that but it's getting to the point where the consumers are getting ticked they're really getting ticked off and when you have ticked off consumers the economy's in jeopardy because they're not going to want to spend look at what happened in healthcare after the affordable care act and deductibles went up to thousands of dollars patients were ticked so insurance said sorry dr wax we're not paying because they still owe on their deductible. They've only met $50 of their $10,000 deductible. So if they owe you 25 bucks, bill them. We're not paying it. I send the patient a bill for $25. They get mad. They can't get mad at their insurance company because it's this big entity. Who can they yell at? But they could yell at me. Why did you charge me $25? So if people aren't paying, what happened? The office closed. We closed the office down. I went to teach. I mean, at some point, you can't do business. And our insurance company, we I, I don't know how we're going to fix our insurance mess. I don't think socialized medicine is the answer. But the more we ask insurance companies to cover, and now these, these weight loss drugs that people want, oh my gosh. You know, what, $1,600 a month for some of them? Yeah, the insurance company, they're going to stick it to somebody. They're going to stick it to the employer. They're going to stick it to the consumer. And then the employer is going to stick it to their customers. And now what do the customers do? Now, for me, I tipped and I tip early. (laughs) But some people that were sitting there said, well, then I won't tip. If I'm paid for their health insurance, that's their tip. That health insurance, that employee health and benefits fee went to the employer it didn't go to. The, I mean, yeah, they got health benefits, but that should have already been a part of their, their. So now people are going to stick it back to the the employee and nail their tips. Yeah, you know, I see that in Las Vegas a lot. I live in Las Vegas, Nevada, where the drinks are ridiculously expensive. I went to the Sphere; they were charging twenty dollar beers. Now, I paid. I you know, bought my friend a drink. I tipped the bartender, but. You know, the average person coming here is going to be like, "Well, hell no," or they're like, "Oh, well, if I have to pay twenty dollars, I'm not going to tip you." I've seen this with valet. I went to a lunch in Malibu, and I met um, my friend's son, and and they gave us both valet tickets. We well, I could have parked right there. The parking place was right there, but no, you had to each pay twelve dollars. So I covered it, and I was like, "Fine," but so now I'm giving them twenty five bucks and a tip. Just to park at a restaurant to eat, which was expensive, by the way, and so you're spending a lot of money at the restaurant. The problem is, is there's people that pay it. I'm just as guilty. I'm the problem because I paid it. I should have said, I am not spending $25 on parking, and then, but, yep, gonna have lunch, I get, they need to make a living too, but eventually something's gonna crack, And we also, as taxpayers, are getting a little bit ticked off that we're not benefiting from the tax dollars, that the tax dollars are going to student loan repayment. Or they're going to other people's health insurance, or they're going to migrant health care, or they're going to abortions, or they're going to you know at some point while you still have a pothole every every day when you try to get home, something is gonna give and I'm nervous about that. One eight seven seven Doc Dolly.
2: Yours free at MySolarBackup.com.
0: Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. G'day, I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Young Jevity at teamg'day.com. By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home. So contact me, Jamel, by filling in the contact box at teamgaday.com and I will get back to you personally and provide all the support you need to get started and build your longevity business. Teamgaday.com teamg'day.com.